Forward is an independent podcast. Each week we hear stories from the food lovers, misfits, and wanderers that make this community one of the best places to eat and drink. To support us, please visit www.patreon.com slash heardthepodcast. I am Sarah Matthew. I'm here with my Ryan. Yep, yep. Feels like, feels like forever again. I know. I got a message from you last night recording today, yep. and it just, it's the best day. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, It's yeah. good to see you. Yep, good to see you too. Uh, today we are joined by Sean McManus. Sean, uh, I just have to geek out like I always do. Um, I know that you're from Orange County. Yes. And I have to know what part. Um, Huntington Beach, close to Mesa. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, I spent some time. So my dad was in the military. And so I uh, spent some time in Carlsbad. Oh, sure. Beautiful I have a brother area. that lives in Huntington Beach. Oh, awesome. I know. Okay. Small Great. world. Yeah. West Coast. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Never been. Never been. Yeah. Uh, yep, if you cut it right down the middle, I've been everywhere on the East Coast other than Florida, but I've never been West of Minnesota. Really? Yeah. And I have, I know plenty of people. Yeah. Just. I'm actually uh, surprised that you've not been yeah, just west never of want, Minnesota. Just never I don't know why up. that shocks me, but that yeah. actually shocks me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. East Coast kid, I guess. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Good excuse for a food tour or something. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, Paul had a, I had definitely, a, that's a trip I've planned a million times over and just never, mm-hmm. never followed through yet, but yep. eventually. Yep. Eventually. So, Sean, we always start the podcast by asking the same question. Tell us about where you came from, uh, what got you into food. Sure, yeah. So, um, kind of been back and forth uh, when I was young during the summers in California. I would have off of school, and that was a great time for me to visit grandma and grandpa in Wisconsin, or it was a good time for my mother to get rid of me for the summer. But uh, we, we owned a campground in Sparta, Wisconsin, so I would come out and uh, enjoy time with grandma and grandpa and did some school time here as well and go back and forth. Um, when I came back in 1996, I um, grandma basically said, um, well, if you're going to be staying with me, you are going to need to get a job. Yep. And so I bounced around a little <laughs> bit uh, in some factories that I really didn't care for. And uh, my grandfather, for fun, he used to wash dishes at a country kitchen in Sparta, Wisconsin. Yep. And he said, uh, I have your job. It wasn't, here's a job opportunity. It's, I, I have your job. Yeah, and this said, is what you're doing. Yeah, this is what yeah. you're going to do, yeah. right? Yep. And, uh, and he, he liked it because he could, it, it was, all of his friends would come in and he'd have coffee with yep. them. and. So I sort of took over my grandpa's job as a dishwasher, and uh, I started a little bit of prep there, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm the dishwasher, and now I'm doing prep and learning more about this industry, mm-hmm. and that actually added to my resume. Yep. And so um, other opportunities opened up at a, at a local supper club, and uh, cooking food for other people was something I really wasn't interested in at the time. It was more of that job factor. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I was creating something that other people were actually enjoying. So I was getting feedback for the first time um, from servers and the, and, and the business owner that people were enjoying something. And I never really created something that people had enjoyed. So that really gave me that spark. Granted, I was hired on a Thursday and fired on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I burned some garlic bread and the hood system wasn't working that well and the smoke oh, consequently ended up in the dining room unbeknownst to me and I'm cooking and yeah, yeah, the owner yeah. is like, what's going on on Saturday? And, and I said, oh, geez, I burnt the garlic bread. And um, so I got let go on Sunday, but the passion that drove me from Thursday to Saturday and just creating for others um, is really what got me into food. That's very cool. 
Um, I know that you, uh, you're a chef consultant for a cooking school called Savory Creations, and this is in La Crosse. Actually, it's here now. Um, I've been living in Chippewa Falls. I purchased a home cool. here seven oh. months ago. Yeah. So now I'm doing a little consulting work here in town and trying to get my feet wet and enjoying the city while I'm here. So who, now I've taken, I've taken a variety, a variety of cooking classes uh, over the years, uh, A, because I find them to be very, very fun, um, and B, it it's usually involves uh, like a night out with ladies with drinks and, and then you take this cooking class and, and woo, you know, yeah, yeah. um, I, uh, so tell me kind of the average person that comes in, uh, or the group of people, like who, who have you taught and, and what do you teach them? Okay. So my location that I had in lacrosse, um, for six years was a stationary. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have six to 12 persons. We had a very large table and we offered cooking classes three mm-hmm. different ways. Um, we had what was 100% hands-on. Everyone had their own cutting boards, their knives, sanitary buckets, towels. Uh, I'd have assistants to make sure for safety reasons. And that way, they could get that high-impact learning yep. opportunity by having a, additional assistance and having those large numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had what was called partial hands-on, which is awesome option for a, a lot of folks because they don't like to be on stage per se yep so i would rotate then groups that would come up with the chef to help prepare prepare courses in the meal we always did three courses no matter what the subject was yep. so if it was like all about salmon mm-hmm. then we do salmon three different ways okay. or we would do appetizer salad entree that sort of thing and i've been on several dates yeah, for, yeah. For things like this. This is a big date night thing. Totally right? is. Okay. It yeah. totally yeah. is. Because it kind of you disarm one another a little you bit. Did. Because you, you, you're, giving, you're given a task. Yeah. So you're given a conversation right off you the are. bat. You are. Yeah. Much. It's, it's a, actually a great, it, if you think about it, it would be a great first date. Because, yeah, you remove any ability to not have to talk to each other. So, you know, you go to the movies and you've got a good hour and a half to two and a half hours of not talking to each other. Right. But then you do this, and now you have to do something together Together. and talk. Yeah. 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 And and that's great for the hands-on classes. Mm -hmm. Um, We we had a lot of folks that came in on first dates, and you could feel (laughs) the tension in the air. But as soon as they got started, and sometimes we would have teams, and we'd pair pair them up if it was, you know, four or two or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. And it was an icebreaker. really kind of cleared those lines. And And you see if you work. You know, if you yeah. got, yeah, you, you definitely will know if you kind of have a connection or, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you, uh, you know, I guess yeah, the easiest way would say just if you work well together, yep. you know, you, yeah, or whether it's, you know, just going to be a friend thing, because if you got to force it, you know, yep. I, uh, I only went to one cooking class type thing and that was actually, I was in Chicago at, uh, Italy. They, oh, and yeah. Were, and it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was for a day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually know. Yes. I am familiar. How'd yep. that, go? that makes me laugh. Yeah, well, I'm not with her now, but <laughs> no, I, I, I actually went. Re- it went really well. I did it for, for about a year after that. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was fun. And that that company in general is you know I could spend a whole mm-hmm. day, whole day in there walking around. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's insane how big it is. Yep. And I I mean they had a good concept too because you you know not only do you have your groceries, but you can do your pairing and cooking class and you have everything you need mm-hmm. if you like oh, i really liked making that i can just walk right out the door grab my ingredients and do it another time at home totally you totally and, and that's what these classes are really about it's something practical that you can do at home it's not five star michelin style 
um, learning. This sure. is going to be for the average Joe to be able to learn things. And How did you, and in, in what capacity did you move from lacrosse up to this area? So I uh, I have a friend that owns the Blue Marble Pub oh. in Chippewa Falls. Shout yep, out yep. to that place. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, my God. My yep. favorite pizza place. Abs- and coming I- from California, that's a big thing to say. It's so good. Yes, that is a wonderful place if you've not tried it. Very good food there. So the owner, um, my best friend is is the the owner. The owner, that's his sister. Okay. So um, him and I met at a food show and a food competition. And then he introduced me to his sister. I came to visit, tried the food, um, awesome people. Uh, just just really kind of circulated a good friendship in this area, mm-hmm. uh, along with other chefs in the area. And uh, I was consulting on some catering events. She was looking at kind of adding that catering portion to the business. And so she said, well, why don't you just stay at my house? Um, I'm selling it. The electricity's on. There's beds and TVs in there. I'm like, that's awesome. And I went to the house, and I've actually kind of been in the market to purchase a home. Yeah. It was, like, perfect. Yeah, every, everything <laughs> you were looking for. It huh? just worked out, yeah. And so my mother's health has kind of declined over the last few years, and I want that time with my mother. And sure. I said, why don't we just kind of buy a home together and just yeah. relocate yep. and try something yeah. new. So thank you to Heather Marble and the Blue Marble Pub for, <laughs> yeah. for having that opportunity it's for set, us. Setting you up. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. It's it's always, it's always I find it very sweet, uh, especially in the industry. People end up, you know, not asking, not even asking for a thanks, but helping one another out Absolutely. in, you know, more facets than just work, you know. I have uh, like, yep. oh, like once again Shane getting a shout out, but every every, every time every, every episode, hey Shane, but him, but him and Olivia, we're hey stuck. Olivia, <laughs> we're stuck. Yeah, hi, Olivia. both of them. Uh, we're we're either they, we're looking at either buying, trying to buy the house that they were renting from, or they were you know going to have to move, and then turns out the guy didn't want to sell, and they had the opportunity with having their little one Kiernan, um, they had friends who were going to sell their house because yeah. they, they had bought and built an, a new place and they go why don't you just you know we won't sell it right away but we'll sort it out why don't you just move in and rent mm-hmm. our house from us and they go everything is you know updated huge kitchen it, it'll be close for you for work kind of kind of and mm-hmm. and uh you know full yard and they did it just because they heard through the chain you know that they were looking that's awesome yeah, yeah. you know it's the thing about the restaurant industry and I think hospitality in general, it's the closest thing to of an actual family um, with removing the, the, the blood relation. Um, you know, the people that, that work here, um, and we've only been open now for six months, but the people that work here um, are, it's truly family, um, yeah. truly family in, in how we interact, the things that we do for one another. Um, the opportunities that have come open for people that work here, um, for myself, for all of us, um, because we know each other. And so I always find it interesting that this industry in general um, is probably the craziest, yes. but <laughs> well, also that's, that's the, the closest to family that you will ever find. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It, it, I wouldn't say it's a job or a career. It's more of like a lifestyle. It is. It, oh, it really <laughs> is. Family lifestyle. It really is. And you got to have a, yeah, between that and having a screw or two loose. You, know, you have to. You ha- there's no way you can be too, too, no. too tightened up. No. Yeah, the OCD right, hired. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, anxiety. Yeah. Would you like some more? Do you have anxiety? Yeah. Do you do you not have your shit together? Come yeah. on in. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> to our family. Yes. Yeah. 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 Big, yes. Big ex- we will literally do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah. I'm a home for sale. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Oh man, that, that is very cool. That is mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. It, it is a, uh, a a lot of times big dysfunctional family. Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Control so chaos. <laughs> are you still, are you just consulting right now? Um, are these classes that, that people can still take? Um, how is, I know that you have a lot of people that are that are working within this cooking school. Um, if you go to the website, um, which is saverycreations.tv. Correct. Um, and you look at the instructor list, um, there's a there's a pretty hefty lineup there. Yeah. Of experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, always looking for more. Cool. I, I, what I like about this concept and always have liked it is it's it's about the different experiences and different trades. Um, we, we've had educators um, that have came in uh, from f- local farms mm-hmm. as well. So it's all about, you know, kind of showcasing the talent and the experience of the community. And now that I'm in this area, I'd like to really highlight on that and uh, and spread the word that we are looking for instructors. Right now, the only classes that we're offering currently, because I have not got my location together right. yet, is in-home. So we've been doing cool. a lot of traveling to lacrosse because we still have a great yep. client list there mm-hmm. and doing in-home cooking classes. And, and we would like to keep those below 12 for yeah. safety reasons, and I want that great learning experience. Yep. Yeah. So uh, in-home private classes is what's, what's happening now. And then we have what's called Chef Trespass, where we're actually going to different restaurants and businesses and mm-hmm. offering small cooking classes oh. or private wine dinners, beer dinners, and such. That's actually very cool. Um, I uh, lived in Alaska for a long time, and there was a, there was a restaurant up there that has an open... <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I got to tell you, it would get constant bites for it. But they have the opportunity where people in the general public can call and reserve an evening on the line. And so... (laughs) What? (laughs) Yep. So at any point in time, any member of the community can call. And there is a a little fee. It's not expensive. Um, but a little fee associated, and then for a a night, and it's on a Friday night or a Saturday. It's not even like it's on a Tuesday night. It's like a Friday or Saturday. You can come in, and you can have a line cook experience. So you come in, and they give you a kind of a hey, this is what we're going to teach you how to do, and this is what you're going to be. This is what you're going to be doing, and they and you go and you cook on the line for a service. Um, and That's I awesome. I never did it. Because I know the line cook experience, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You're not gonna, I'm not gonna pay my money yeah, yeah, for the line cook experience." Pay money, yeah, pay my money <laughs> to cook with people that I may be able to, you know, cook mm-mm, above. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't need to pay for the line cook yeah. experience. Yeah. I know that. That's line. really going to war together. Jokes on, a date on night. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I always thought that that was really interesting because you do have those people that are like, "I wonder what that. I wonder what that's like." And you, you really, you have no idea what it's like until you are. On a Friday night, you know, knee deep into a fish fry. That there's got to be some complications with that. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's an awesome idea. Yeah. But I would have a really hard time if you You get like if you were you know one of the regular employees. Yeah. You got someone throwing your throwing your. You got like a one hour tutorial with just you and chef, and then it was. This is what you're doing, and this is, this oh, yeah. is what you're responsible. And they gave them like you get like one task, right? So you're oh, like, yeah. hey, you you are just doing this part of this dish, and the, and then but 
you need to know it. So here's your one hour tutorial and here's some prep to do. And then, yeah, you worked the shift. What type I, of food did they do? They did like a um, similar to like a farm to table uh, American. Okay. Um, they were known. They're known for their uh, things they do with tater tots. They're also <laughs> known for their bacon of the month. Um, so if there's anybody that has been to Anchorage uh, and spent any time there, as soon as I say bacon of the month, you'll know what restaurant I'm talking about. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was always an interesting concept. I thought, wow, that's that's one idea. Yeah, yeah. Especially if somebody is like per- trying to pursue like a culinary school or and want to get their their feet wet. Yeah. It's like you want to yeah. see how the yeah. sausage is yeah. made. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe it'll give you a little empathy. I think so. If not, you know? if not, you might walk out of there, you know, a chain smoker. You never smoked a day in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Or, or or their shoes are sitting there, but they're gone. That's how yeah. fast yeah. they yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. Wow. That's that's a that's you know that's it's a bold, bold yeah. concept. Yep. That's for sure. What would you say your? Uh, I mean, on the consult side, did you always, you know, kind of. Were you always kind of aiming towards that, or no? Actually, um, it was it was more on building the cooking school and having the classes, and then having the you know the local experienced uh, chefs um, slash educators come in, and it was just requests down the line. Like um, I would just get random emails or phone calls, and hey, I have a friend, or hey, I'm trying to open up a new bistro and we're having a hard time with cost outs or what's the modern trend in food so i I think the cooking school kind of maybe highlighted a a little bit of the experience because we have those chefs rotating in so the phone calls started coming in so then it ultimately ended up being an additional entity to the business and and my I, i hired a general manager because you can only do so much as an owner and i said what do you what do you think of this idea and it's like, well, you know, you, you want to open your services to the public. So it, it yep. kind of escalated from helping restaurants kind of from the foundation up to actually moving into the school systems and helping build programs within the schools, oh. which was a lot of fun as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no joke, it sounds like you have uh, quite the heavy workload, we'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, I mean, it's a lot of, obviously it's in the same bubble but it's a lot of moving parts absolutely is and, and that's why i like having a, a large staff then at that point to do the cooking classes yep. and free myself up and others for you know helping the community oh, that's great very community based i've always had a huge passion for for school lunches um partly because i have uh you know i have a 21 year old uh child who was a product of the public school system um and you know, you run into those days where you send her with money, <laughs> send yeah. her with lunch. And, <laughs> and so I've always, uh, she would come home and, and talk to me about the lunches that they would provide. And I've always had this desire to, to do something to help um, with public school lunches. But the, the budget constraints yes. um, is really the biggest roadblock that, that I find. Um, you can have all the great ideas in the world, um, but you have to operate within that public school budget. And, right, and, right. And for any parent out there, if you really sat down and looked at it or paid any attention to your school board, um, it's insane. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's super frustrating. Um, I was part of the Chefs, chefs Move to Schools projects. Mm-hmm. Um, it was through one of Michelle Obama's projects yep. that she had through, uh, it was the National Food Service Institute. And we had a dollar eleven a day to work with. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. They had commodities that we'd be able to order, but we'd had to pre-order for the year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and 
loving the fact that at that time, uh, we're talking about five or six years ago, the, the school gardens was starting yep. to turn into something. And that was like my focus, like trying to bring sure. in some things, not only the educational portion, but getting some of those fresh foods that we can see and know right in mm -hmm. front of us instead of counting on the government per se. Yep. Right. And I mean, on that aspect of adding, you know, the yeah, as, as healthy as you can make it in those quantities, I guess. But yep. there are plenty of kids, especially in the public school system, that, you know, that might be some of the better food they've eaten. You know, mm -hmm. right. You know, if you got a family of four or five on a very tight budget, you know, everything you're getting isn't always going to, it's going to be bulk. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, I, you're not keeping a garden in the back usually right. at that point. Right. But, right. I have this theory that if there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> hence this restaurant. <laughs> why, why? <laughs> hence uh, buying a restaurant. Right. <laughs> Opening a restaurant. Um, and so I still, I still hold very tight to you know, this, this ship is sailing, the ship is, the rails are on, we're moving forward, um, fully, you know, fully staffed for the most part, um, kind of set this ship going. And then it's kind of like, all right, from here, what can this restaurant do more within this community? Um, and the schools have just always been something in the back of my mind, but then it's like, how do you approach the school board? You know, how do you just come on in and say, Hey, I know that we can do better and, and here's how. And so it's, kind of one of those things I, I think it's super interesting that you guys have done a lot of things with the youth um because i think that that's really really important absolutely yeah. it's, it's our future and and having those school gardens not only for the food aspect but for the educational part it mm -hmm. empowers the children if they're part of something they're more apt to actually eat that food mm -hmm. things they've never or wanted to try in the past yep. yeah and uh and in that you might find you know, some people who that they, you know, that becomes their thing. You know, mm -hmm. they end up in the food food industry simply because someone went the extra mile when they were kids. Yep, sure. You know, to, yeah. to educate them that you know the importance and the difference. You know, and, and then they kind of learn to respect that aspect. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. find find some, you know, probably find some self worth along the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and the food service workers themselves, um, some of the projects that I had uh, taken a part of, um, it, it was exciting to them because they have been on this like rotation of food production for so many years working in the cafeterias and the school systems. Um, it was It's almost robotic in a sense. So when the school gardens started coming about and, and getting more uh, herbs and seasonings mm -hmm. into the schools without increasing like the salt content and calorie yep. content, er herbs don't have any calories. So we can bring in that flavor and, and yep. test it out with the children and kind of highlight what we can do yep. without, um, I guess, putting a rubber stamp on what's good and bad for right. you. No, 100%. 100%. That's, uh, it's, I don't know, it always amazed me. Like, I know it's a big, uh, <clears throat> it made pretty big news because it was, you know, they had the unfortunate side, they had the space to do it because that place is, you know, not exactly the nicest is Detroit when they started doing a bunch of neighborhood gardens. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of the, hey, you know, take what you need. Don't, uh, don't take more than yeah. that. But they were all those empty lots and all the corner lots and, and uh, houses that have been torn down or should be torn down at least. And there were a lot of cooks and chefs who were either from the area or inspired by the area that went back because you could have a, you know, they would go to their own money, yep. go from running a restaurant in Manhattan or owning one, being like, all right, 
yeah, I'm still owning that, but I'm going to open this here. You know, and there's one I wish I could remember the name of it, where the guy had pretty much put it under the underpass, and it was a local art gallery, and and it served you know fairly high end food for really cheap, like really really cheap, just because he mm-hmm. wanted to you know help the community out, and yep. that was his way of doing it. And he and he had actually. Um, bought a couple of plots of land just to plant community gardens and i thought that that was a really important thing yeah you know yeah yep. that's great i think that there is a lot of potential in this community um i think with the advent of of some community gardens that we have here um plus the fact that we have two two colleges here um one a big university and a, and a community college that that both have agriculture programs that both have um areas to grow food uh, and there are multiple campuses. I think that the opportunity is there. Um, you know, it just, it just takes those people coming together. But I, to me, again, back to the industry, um, I'm also not surprised that it's, it's people in this industry that, that want to do things like that, that, fi- that know the importance and, and want to give back, um, especially to kids. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm not surprised at all that it's this industry that when you look at places like Detroit and like out in the Bay Area and California um, and, and more places out east where you are hearing more and more chefs that are that are taking that step into. No, I'm going to I'm going to step away from the restaurant and I'm going to start cooking in schools yep. and I'm going to start teaching people this. And I just I'm not at all surprised that it's that it's this industry where that's coming from. Yeah, I am. I get in a lot of, a lot of trouble on Tuesdays at Hilltop because when, you know, we're, we're, that's really the only day we're open for lunch and we do, we do tacos and, and, um, and people are allowed to bring their kids in. Uh, like, well, Liz from here, yep. Yeah, she always brings in bricks and, yep. and, um, and uh, it, it never amazes me the amount of money I spend sending Tyler. Once again, shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. Um, <laughs> next door to the like the uh, Americanto yeah. store there, yep. and I'll be like, "Get here's twenty dollars. Get all the sweets you can." <laughs> and yeah. then yeah, and then I end yep. up I, I end up when they're leaving, or like you know Shane and Olivia's little one, Kieran too. I put it in a, like one of our beer buckets, <laughs> and I'll just be like, <laughs> I'll be like, "Oh, here you here you go," and they'd be like, "Wow, okay, okay, Uncle Ryan, just yep. wiring the kids up." Or yep. you know, if we have somebody who we know, uh, I actually hung a note up, and it's still up on the wall um, at at the hill that someone had thanked us, and it was my uh, my good friend Alyssa. It was her. She lost her sister, mm-hmm. and her sister did all the cooking uh, for her then uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of, you know, everyone was doing kind of the casserole thing. And, and I, you know, we made a bunch of extra yep. taco meat and a, you know, a bunch of extra fixings. And I was like, hey, come pick it up. Like you can, you can freeze it if you need to, whatever. And they're like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, nothing. Just, mm-hmm. you know, take it. You got to look out for everybody. Yep. And uh, in in our industry too, it's ironic. You know, part of us starting this podcast together was to give a look behind the scenes, how uh, how we could easily go the other way because it is a very thankless job mm-hmm. a lot of the time. But uh, it could yeah easily go the other way where you're bitter Absolutely. and you go, I don't need to help you. You guys are the same people that complain about having to sure. wait 45 minutes for a seat, even Absolutely. though you can see clearly you didn't make a reservation. Yep. You know, but no, at the at the end of it. It's a lot of a lot of big hearts because it takes a yeah. it takes a big heart to keep to keep at it 
yeah. and to keep doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all very selfless. Yes, selfless. yes, yes. That's a, yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, which is also, you know, that's what that's what make and breaks a lot of places, too. Yep. You, if you don't have that closeness, then you're not going to last very long because, mm-hmm. no, you know, there is no loyalty there then among your crew Yep. because you're all looking out for, you know, yourself instead yeah. of others. It, yep. It starts in-house. I think that gratification starts in-house. And then that spreads out, you know, to everybody yep. you serve. It's a, it is a very interesting dynamic. Um, and I think, especially with this podcast, where even, even just the, between you and I, Ryan, and the guests that we have, there's, you know, there's a bartender management perspective. There's, we always have a bartender or a chef guest that's from the perspective. And then, uh, you have a restaurant owner perspective and this, the conversations that come about and and the lessons that we take away. Um, it is all within, um, at, at no point in time, um, do I ever think of the people that work here as people that work for me? Um, they're people that work with me. Um, and this is also the most brutally honest job I've ever had where I can walk, back into a kitchen and I can, or, or to the front of the house stuff, I can pull these people aside and say, Hey, I'm mad. And this is why. <laughs> yep. And, and it, this is how I'm reacting. And this is why, and this, this is what I need to change. And this is why. And at the same time, any member of the staff can come to me and say, you're doing this and this is how it's affecting us. And here's why. And we have those conversations all the time. And it is, it, it's the most dysfunctional, functionally sound, healthy place. Right. Which is so weird to me. Like, this is the healthiest thing and the craziest thing well, the, the communication, we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. But that communication is yeah. also what... All cards what, on the table. Yeah, yes. yeah where, where no one's going, well, I, you know, they didn't talk to me about that. I have to you know, play the game of telephone. Yeah, I'm like, it's hey, so you might, real. You might not, you might not like it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you what I think and why I think it. And you're, you know, you're, I would hope you would do the same type of yep, thing. Where it's I go, very real. Because guess what? Then we can, you know, at least in the very least agree to disagree. I go, well, you know, if you don't see it this way, you know, there is a chain of command. But can we meet in the middle? Yep. Where we yeah. go, okay, I understand that. But do you understand this? And you go, okay, I can see your point of view. I mean, and you'll always have people who go out. You know, I, you know, sit there and it's part, well, part of our Wednesdays is the commiserating of, of, you know, let, letting the, the air out when the pressure gets mm-hmm. too high. But I mean, that's why we all go out for beers or dinner together or, or you go, you know, on my days off, I go, I make the rounds and I go see my friends who are all, you know, at restaurants. So I, <laughs> I have my old man routine and just, I hop around and then I, you know, especially from here, Wam or flip flopping, but I'll grab food and. I drop it off to Jeannie at the elbow. You yep. know, if Lydia's working day, day shift at Hill, and I do it just because, you know, it can make somebody's day. Yeah. It's absolutely. the only way you can see your friends. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Erica Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, sure you know, me. brought in, brought in Jordan for breakfast and it was, we were all just super thrilled that we got to see Erica in the yeah. middle of the week. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of you those you, schedules don't line up. No. Yeah. They, they did when you were in your early twenties and, <laughs> and you didn't have as much to pay for it. You could get yeah. away with working part-time. Yep. Yeah. It, it, part-time's just, you know, it's not a thing. Yeah. No. Especially if you don't but, think we clock out. Like no, 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 no. I always We're tell, too busy handing tools yeah. to everyone <laughs> to help their job yep. be yep. better. Yep. Oh, and I always tell like if I'm sitting at Wigwam, I'll clear tables or go yeah. to the back and do my <laughs> do my own dishes, do my yep. own dishes, and and or 
you know, I'll be like, hey, you need the, you know, the bottles taken out. I don't even ask anymore. I just do it. Yeah. Or I'll go. Like they, Neo they jumped. Neo yeah. jumped in in the kitchen at Wigwam yeah, last yeah, week because yeah, just, uh, it, it, it got cool. busy. And she was off, and she went over to say hi to Erica, and Erica kind of, I think, kind of gave her the look, and yeah, she was yeah. like, oh, you need help. I She's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do Family's so. here. <laughs> Family's yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 without fail. I can't tell you the amount yeah. of times, too, um, and I won't name places. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but that I, you know, you stay after, um, even though, I mean, you're not sitting there drinking, but mm-hmm. because... They've either had a tough night or they're worried about going to the, their car. Yep. You know, if you work in the bar business or restaurant yep. business, you know, everybody knows you got cash on you most of the yep. time. Um, and, you know, and we've talked about that prior with the Hilltop girls that I, I go, call me. I go, I'll, I'll wander up three minute walk up the hill in my pajamas if I have to. I go, but we yep. all we all definitely just comes back to looking out for one another. Yep. Yeah, that's and, it, too. Yeah. Well, Sean, we appreciate your time so much. It's well, very nice for to meet you. Me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and regarding classes, we yeah. are offering them um, in Chippewa and Eau Claire area. Cool. They, they are in home. We go over subjects uh, oh. with the clients. We send out ideas. Yeah. We do a minimum of six person with a max of twelve. And in regards to price, it's typically around sixty-five to seventy-five for that experience. But they get to pick which one. And where they can like. we find that? Uh, SavoryCreations.tv. You can yeah. email me directly through there, or uh, you can call me. All phone lines are open. Awesome. Well, and please spread the word. Yeah, we went yeah. well. And uh, yeah, th- once again, like Sarah said, thanks for you know, thanks for coming on. Man, it was great to meet you. My pleasure. Great yep. to meet you. Folks. We'll attach all that information to the show notes too, as well. So take a look at that. And thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you.